Welcome to our June 2023 Empower Women podcast episode, Keeping Our Kids Safe in Our Digital World. This month, we were joined by Katie Greer, CEO of KL Greer Consulting. Katie gave an insightful talk about her thoughts on the current digital state of things, screen time, social media trends, and more. She also shared strategies to help families have a safe and productive experience with technology. In this episode, Katie answered a few more questions we had about digital safety. Enjoy. Thank you for that wonderful conversation of all things God. Um, yeah, there's a lot, lot out there, right? Yeah, it's a lot, right? And there's so much, and there's so much changing. I feel like when we, when we know, when we learn about things, I feel like we have our finger on the pulse, then it just shifts and changes. So I think it's really overwhelming for people like us who didn't grow up with this stuff, but then also um, trying to like navigate it as, as parents or as family members. Um, we didn't grow up with it, but we're learning about it as we go along and also trying to keep other people safe. So I think it, I think people are instantly overwhelmed when it comes to all of these topics related to internet safety. And then of course, Mm -hmm. digital health, which is related, but also, um, you know, evolving. Yeah. And one of the things, and I actually, I saw somebody either post this or talk about it somewhere, um, putting your kids especially when they're really little and they don't have consent, putting them out there on the internet. And I saw something, it was just a video of a, I think a baby or a toddler. I don't know. It was in like a diaper. Somebody posted. And the amount of saves on that video was like 30,000. And I can only imagine like who is saving that stuff and what they plan to do with it. And that, that to me is just terrifying. Mm -hmm. Or from like a security, like a security, also, I mean, like a creepy perspective, yes. And but then also a security pers- perspective too, right? Like what information is being collected on our child or our children when they're like in utero, right? Like people are posting mm-hmm. pictures of their babies. And I watched something, um, I was part of a like cybersecurity conference once and I watched someone show a picture of, they blurred it all out, but they like showed a picture of someone holding up like a baby announcement. So the baby wasn't even born yet, um, but it was an ultrasound picture that showed like the hospital, the mom's date of birth, the mom's full name, you know, all that stuff that shows up. Right, on, like, yeah. Sound. And like, we, you know, we're posting these things. We don't even think about it. We're doing it fully innocently. And I'm do you know, we do these things so that our friends and family see, but we don't, we don't really think about, it's not human nature in normal people to automatically go to like the bad and be like, oh, how could someone manipulate this or use this? And, and I think that's something that we're kind of learning as we go along and is, is a kind of jarring and alarming uh, along the way. But, but certainly I, I read something recently. I think, oh, I wish I could look up the statistic, but I'll, I'll get it to you and we can correct it. But something along the lines of like in 2030, sharenting, which is like parent sharing online, mm-hmm. is going to account for, I think it was like, I want to say like 80% of all cybersecurity fraud, right? Um, I'll send you that statistic, the correct one. Um, but right, like how us sharing as parents, because we're proud of our kids or because we want our friends and family to see what we're doing or the soccer tournament we coached last week is actually going to be like a security risk for us and our kids because people are using and manipulating this information. So I I think that's important. Um, One of the things that I've done recently with my kids is ask them for permission. Um, 
I told my dad this and he's like, you don't need your extra kids for permission. Like you're their parent. I'm like, yeah, but it's good to get them involved in the process. Not only that, I think it's important when we're posting of other people to ask for permission and to show them that that's kind of good practice. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard balance between we want to share and we have this really cool way to share, right. Yeah. Um, things that we're doing in the, in our lives with people that we graduated with or that family that lives across the world, but also navigating the fact that there are some bad actors out there that can manipulate this information. Yeah. And I mean, I never really thought of it with the whole birth announcements and ultrasounds and all that stuff. Um, but that, yeah, that's, that's a whole other layer. There's so many layers to this whole yeah. internet safety, cyber safety. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and now with the introduction of AI, that's, that really freaks me out. Yeah. It, I, I mean, cause we really don't even, we don't know. Right. No. Like, no. and yeah. And I, I think, I think, and I kind of mentioned this in the presentation that we just did too, is that we're in this really kind of um, stressful pattern. And I don't think we've learned our lesson yet, but like, if you remember all of this stuff came out and we were like, Ooh, I want one of those. Ooh, I want an iPad. Ooh, I want an iPod. Oh, I want a shiny new um, phone. Oh, you just came with a new version. Give me that too. And I want that. And I want that one. And I want this internet and I want this fast internet, but like not until 10 years later, are we finding that there are some problems and there are some like kinks in all of this, right? That it wasn't done perfectly. Obviously nothing really is, but it's, it's with any technology. It's with the wheel. It's with the car. It's with like all of this stuff didn't work the first time around. It wasn't the safest the first time around. So we change and adapt and we learn. And I feel like technology is the same exact thing. The weird thing about this is that it just goes so fast that it's hard for us to keep up. But we seem to do these things backwards. And AI is another great example that we're seeing happen right before our eyes, right? That we're like, um, you know, oh, I can go on chat GPT and make a recipe for my family that's pescatarian and vegan and only likes purple vegetables, but only vegetables that start with the letter G um, for the next seven months, right? Like I, I can do that on chat GPT, which is amazing and cool and awesome. Um, so we, or write a paper for me at a fourth grade level on, um, you know, uh, the book, the giver or whatever. Right. And, and, um, maybe that's too, the giver, I think is a little advanced for fourth grade, but whatever, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Um, but like, and, and don't ever use, write it in the third person and like, holy smokes, what is that going to do for like curing cancer or, or horrible diseases and probably a lot of awesome stuff, but we kind of forget in this process, the, um, the security risks that are going to come along with like, who else is listening to this? Um, what is a, as one of, as a matter of fact, I think I just, um, saw some clip about one of the guys that was like instrumental in inventing AI. And he's like, stop, stop now. Stop yeah, doing what you're doing. Did you see that? Like this stuff is going to be, it's going to overtake us in a minute if we don't pump the brakes and like try to learn how to do this responsibly and safely. And um, like, that's wild, right? Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. kind of like the trajectory of, of all social media is like no different, right? That it's amazing and awesome. And I'm so glad I have it in my life, but gosh, we didn't really think about regulations or we have some regulations, but how are we going to enforce those regulations? And like, we're kind of now just digging backwards and, I think AI is going to be no different um, as it's like sprinting full speed ahead 
and developing in front of us. And, you know, hopefully we, hopefully we listen to some warnings somewhere. Cause I, I, I have a feeling we're going to be in like the same spot in, in the, the near future. Yeah, no, AI is, I, I can honestly say I haven't looked into it too much only because my brain gets like overwhelmed with everything technology like that. But yeah, I mean, it just, it freaks me out. I, you know, with the whole, um, cause now they can, they can even manipulate your voice. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, well, I've just like, how does that, that work with security? Like <laughs> it's hard. So I think, um, so there are so AI is not AI is amazing, but it's not, um, forensically, there are ways to find out like if there were ever a case or something like that, that it wasn't actually mm-hmm. your voice manipulated, but I just worked with a, um, a college student. I'll leave a lot of details out, but, um, they were, um, someone used AI in a live video chat to get this person to do certain things and recorded it, um, and like tricked them into thinking that they were someone else and got them to do certain things via live camera. And like, it looked like a real person if you look closely, but like, we don't in the moment, right. We're not really like, Oh, does your profile not match your front? You know, um, so like, unless you're really trained to look for that stuff, and by the way, in like a couple months, it, they could fix all that stuff with AI right. and make it um, a little bit more believable. But yeah, like it was, um, and then they extorted this person and were like, well, if you don't send us this, that, and this, we're going to send out this video. And and it was right. it was AI. It wasn't even like a, a real, it was a real person, but they utilized AI to like manipulate it in a live video chat. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that... Uh, these are a lot of the things that we don't, that we really haven't thought of or talked about and are certainly going to infiltrate and be problematic. Yeah, I know. I mean, and well, it comes at you so fast. I mean, right. I, I think I heard about AI maybe like a month ago and now it's everywhere. everywhere. Um, yeah. yeah. Which kind of leads into, you know, getting to these kids, um, especially while they're younger. Um, but, you know, I have um, two now adult nephews, I mean, they're 18 and 19, but, um, they, I, I don't know who got to them. Maybe it was your talk that they saw in middle school one time, but they're super responsible and don't post anything. Um, you know, cause it can stay with you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you I mean, like how many kids lives, are, I mean, getting into college, if you have a post that's, you know, in politically incorrect or something, it's gonna, it's gonna follow you. Um, yeah. Like, I just, I don't know how these kids, I don't know. It's hard. And you know, the weird thing is too, like kids aren't, kids aren't wired to be perfect. Kids are wired to screw up a lot, right? Like that's their job. They, Mm -hmm. and that's how we grow. That's how you learn. Yes. Right. And, and it's, it's a part of development and it's an important part of development. Like you make mistakes, you learn from your mistakes, you say sorry from your mistakes, and then you don't do it again. And that's how you evolve as a person and grow. And, you know, um, but, but it's weird because like we were allowed to make mistakes in, in high school and in college and in middle school and, um, and not have them follow us for the rest of our lives. Right. So we were allowed yeah. to develop normally and do normal kids, stupid stuff, but like your nephews or our kids aren't mm-hmm. because, the second they make a mistake, the second they say a wrong thing, it's a really good chance that someone's taking a video of it or someone's Snapchatting about it or, or, or someone's in a group text about it. And, and they can't move on from that. Maybe they can learn from the mistake and not do it again, but 
they can't move on from that because in their job interview or when they're in a relationship or when they're trying out for a team or whatever it may be, right? Like that stuff is not something they can leave in the past because the chances that that stuff has been captured online in some capacity is very, very likely, right? And and right. I think is um, that's a that's a detriment to them. And that's unfortunate mm-hmm. because they're not allowed to like move on from a mistake that they would make. And sometimes rightfully so, right. You do something really right. terrible, like, and you know, I don't really feel bad for you, but, but um, you know, I, I, I think that that is definitely something I worry about for my kids. And I, I feel bad for that gener for this generation for that. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, we had, you know, digital cameras or, you know, film. Stuff that, you know, if you didn't want to share it, you didn't share it, but. Or we could like rip off, right? When we went right. through our horrible prom pictures, like well, we could rip off. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but it's not even, I mean, it's who else is, is taking that picture or, you know, sending out that tweet or whatever with your, not your consent, you know? So it's, yeah. there's so many factors and um, facets to it that it just, yeah, it's, it's scary and overwhelming. And I, I truly feel sad for this generation that has to navigate this on top of the typical social pressures of middle school, high school and, and whatnot. So much. And it seems to be creeping in even younger, right? Like it seems to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, not, I see it in the shift in my business, right. That I did a lot of high school work and then it's, I did a lot of middle school work and then the middle schools were like, well, we really need to get this elementary school kids because mm-hmm. this is like spilling into elementary school kids. So I've seen it in, in the trajectory of, of the work that I've done too, is that it just seems to creep like lower and lower and lower as these kids are getting exposed or have older siblings or during right. a pandemic were bored and parents were like, all right, everyone else is on TikTok. Fine. Just get your own account. Just don't say anything stupid. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that that is, uh, it's a challenge that is continuing to evolve. Yeah, I know. And my son's asked many times for a phone and we have a gizmo, which is great. I love it. Um, but yeah, definitely. I'm like, you're eight buddy. We don't, we don't need to go that route yet. So. Right. Yeah, I think there's a lot of science behind and a lot of research behind um, like delaying access and mm-hmm. what that can mean for them and how it's really um, it's really beneficial for them to be able to delay access for a whole bunch of different reasons. Um, but there is like emerging research and some current research on like really encouraging delaying access for a whole bunch of reasons for their brains um for their socialization for their responsibility um yep. so i and, and i always go back to actually like one of the first things that set me up to make this decision for my family with no access to devices um is i read an article when i was pregnant with my daughter um that said like bill gates and all the guys in silicon valley who developed all of this stuff um, didn't let their kids have access to any of it until they were like 16 or 17 years old. I was like, there must be something to that, right? That right. these guys who made their lives building these amazing tools don't let their kids have access to it. And I think that there's like, there has to be something to that. Yeah. This information is so important. And I'm glad that you're able to share this with everybody. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Anytime. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To listen to past podcast episodes and to see our calendar of upcoming events, visit our website, empower-women.com. We also invite you to join us on July 11th for our next Empower Women event, Investing 101.
Hightower Advisors LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates do not provide tax or legal advice. This material is not intended or written to provide and should not be relied upon or used as a substitute for tax or legal advice. Information contained herein does not consider an individual's or entity-specific circumstances or applicable governing law, which may vary from jurisdiction to jurisdiction and be subject to change. Clients are urged to consult with their tax or legal advisor for related questions.